That's right, folks. It's time for the Nerdy Point of View podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Penaloza. With me today are two potatoes. We have Carrie Penaloza. Canadian potato. What, you know what? We'll circle back to that. We also have Lamar Harris. Uh, I think sweet potatoes and yams are two different things. Yes. No. Yes. Well, are they? I, I think uh, depends on if they're candied. I think candied yams and sweet potato. Uh, as a person from the south, I should know, but I think they've been referred to interchangeably. But I do think there are actually two different things. But anyway, aren't yams yeah. just basically baked sweet potatoes? No, no. So. Oh, no, a yam is a separate potato. You're right. Yam's a separate potato. They're both sweet in nature, but I think an actual sweet potato is orange, and I think a yam is white, but I might be yeah. wrong. Yeah. It says yams have rough, dark brown skin that is often compared to tree bark. Um, yep. Sweet potatoes have smooth, reddish skin, softer flesh. They are too And flesh. both are disgusting. Yes, they uh, are. Uh, uh, I, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I can tell that you have not been around people who season their food properly. Well, <laughs> I will make sure that you have a properly Mm-mm. seasoned yam or sweet potato. Okay. I Probably. Yes. And I, I will give you this. It's probably because uh, as far as I know. I don't know any Mexicans that use um, yams or sweet potatoes in their cooking. I could be wrong, but no, nobody in my family, at least, uh, does. I, you know, it's not definitely not in the stereotypical Hispanic right. uh, dessert. I'm sure there are some deep woods people in Mexico <laughs> that definitely have used it. Um, but it's like saying cheese in Asian cuisines. Like, there's no, there's not a lot of cheese in actual. Asian cuisine, even mm. though they have like crab rangoon, but that's, that's vastly American. A really fascinating point that I never actually considered. If you think about it, if you think about like what is Chinese food, most, if not damn near all of it, doesn't really have cheese. That's actually and, pretty true of, of most Asian food when I think about it. Yep, because same yep. with like Japanese food, Thai food, um, Vietnamese food. I can't mm. confirm this, but a long time ago I heard that people from Southeast Asia would say Americans smell like milk because we <laughs> consume, we consume a lot of it. Like we do. Uh, it's not, it's an unbalanced amount according to the rest of the world. But They're probably right. Probably right. But yeah, we, <laughs> we, we smell bad and like milk because Southeast Asians apparently developed the gene where you don't get body odor that easily. So lucky. I'm glad I don't drink like milk. Um, <laughs> I don't like milk. Well, I'm lactose intolerant, so oh, like right. it doesn't change the goddamn thing. No, I actually don't like the taste of most milk. Like it's it, to me, it has a really odd taste. Um, it is cow titty juice, so it I really is can't be that rough about you. Now, Lamar, <laughs> you have to also remember that Carrie is a person that doesn't like water either. So that's true. I hate water. How are you? I I I. How are you a lot? Does your doctor know you don't like water? Yeah, okay, so my original family (laughs) physician, the one that was there when I was born, um, Uh he was a health nut, and he hated my habits. Um, And he constantly would would do these tests. He would, like, check my lungs because I was a smoker at the time, and he would always, like, check my stuff. And, like, yeah, some of my vitamins were off in a little bit, um, but never enough that was good enough for him to be, like, you know, like I was still balanced. I, I was. You were a balanced smoker at sixteen. I was a balanced smoker. Like my lungs were fine. Uh, I do go through sometimes <laughs> periods of dehydration, but that has to do with my health. Like Man, I probably should drink more water. <laughs> but you know, I like, wonder what would happen to all your shit if you just started drinking water. <laughs> Water makes me feel sick. I don't know why. Because your body doesn't know what the fuck you're drinking. Because <laughs> you haven't drank water in 20 years. I mean, that's a fact. I, Rondo, it makes I like carbonated grow. water. Carbonated water is okay. I, I, I feel... Okay, I have no science to back this up. But I feel as if carbonated water... It's not the same as drinking, drinking it's, water. I actually did ask my doctor about this. And... Although you don't get your full water intake from the mm-hmm. equal amount of water versus carbonated water, you do get some. So yeah, you get I, some I'm from soda to too. That doesn't fucking count. You know? Every liquid has water in it. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like, I listen to my cravings. If like all of a sudden like I'm craving watermelon and stuff like that, I know I need to drink more water. If 
Yuck. I'm craving eggs. I know my B12 is low, so I take some vitamins. Like, you just pay attention to your cravings. You'll balance out your body. No, I, as a person who has paid attention to his food cravings his entire life, <laughs> that has not been a good idea. No. I can tell you right now, as a person who hobbled his way through Hawaii this past week, <laughs> don't do that shit. Fucking drink water and eat a carrot. I carrots are good. You don't need water, though. Depends on the carrot. It does depend on the carrot. It does. It does, yes. You can have a really I, bad carrot. You could. And you should, mm. baby carrots are just shaved carrots. Oh. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But then why do they taste so radically so different? Good. Well, here's why. Because it's just like the core of the carrot, which is the best part of the carrot. Um, and But here's the other thing. Baby carrots are also very hit or miss. Some of them taste like straight ethanol and ass, and others taste so like almost sweet and delicious. If they've dried or cracked, that's the ethanol and yeah. ass one. Like I can always tell, it's like this baby carrot is is has a full on breach birth. This is going to be rough to eat. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, it's that's true. But but that's not always the only ones though. I mean, those are the obvious ones. You can avoid those, mm-hmm. but there's plenty of them. Where you just take a bite and you're just like, oh, it's like flavorless or it's like eating mulch. Well, that's why you got to get enough ranch dip on there to just cover that up. That's not water. <laughs> Are it, we still on that liquid. shit? Goddamn. We're never going to be off of this shit. I'm going <laughs> to figure out how to – next time we're in the same place, I'm going to have a water gun. And in between you talking to somebody, I'm just going to spray you in the mouth with some water. That's Please a don't. sentence that I didn't need yep. recorded, but it doesn't matter because it's, it's. They're going to cut it at uh, spray me in the mouth. Oh, go. I'm not going to do that, actually. <laughs> uh, My intentions no, are but true. If it's uh, vodka, you know, that's maybe not water that's something. Either. That's not water. water. <laughs> it's potato water? It is kind of. Water. Distilled potatoes. Distilled potatoes. Speaking of distilled mm. potatoes, Lamar. Yes. I need to explain something to you, and it's something that I've mentioned via tweet, but really doing this face-to-face, I think, is, is the most important thing. Oh, this is going to be weird. Let's Lamar, go. Lamar, I have been living my life as a potato for the past couple of weeks, and by that I mean a lullafell in Final Fantasy XIV. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Lamar, I am not a very social person. Uh-huh. In fact, I, I generally hate people. But the the interactions that I've had since becoming a potato, mm-hmm. life altering. Mm-hmm. I run around with my tiny little legs, and I have to take two steps for or three steps for every one step a, a regular sized person takes. Mm-hmm. And people just run up to me and pet me like I'm a yeah. dog, and it's weird, but kind of endearing too. It's like, hey, hey, little little person, yep. pat me on the head, you know. And I'm a full grown adult. I mean, it's just my race. It's just what I am. I'm a lalafell, but they have the best like emotes and interactions everything mm-hmm. they do is just so extra they're chibi yes they're, yeah they're they, almost fun. that is actually yeah. um they, that is how they're described because somebody had asked why is it that on like so many of the japanese servers the lalafell are so prevalent but on the american servers they're not and the whole thing was that japanese people do tend to really like chibi kind of characters and americans just want to look hot right that's yeah why the, that's, that's why bunny people are fucking everywhere no, yeah. the, actually, it's the the cat girls, and I I am yeah, yeah. guilty Sorry. of that. I am also guilty of that. As, as is tradition, yeah. as is tradition. Actually, no. I think my other character is the demon race, dragon, whatever they are. Ara. Yeah, those are the ones. Ara 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 ara. Balamar. No, goddammit! Why? Why? She has all the worst sound effects. It's mm-hmm. not wrong. Don't do it. I saw you about <laughs> Don't do it. I'll end this podcast right now. God damn it. Fucking punch a baby. I swear to God. I think I've already done it on the podcast, so I'll spare the audience from listening yeah, again. Yeah, you have. You have done that yeah. whole sound. Yeah. At least once, twice, or 400 times. All right. So, <laughs> Lamar, how, how does it sound being a little baby person and just running around and people just giving you all of their attention? Let, let, me, let me explain what I mean by this. I'll be speaking to another Lalafell. You know, we'll be doing emotes back and forth and having a good time. Next thing you know, there's a crowd of people just watching us. It's so bizarre. It is the most yeah. unique experience I've ever had in a game. Right. Um, I have a theory. I have a theory 
of why you're having so much fun. And to for, fully form this theory, care. Mm -hmm. Are you having the same level of fun with this as Brian is? Or is it, are you just, you are still enjoying it, but it's not like the greatest thing in the world? I enjoy it in a different way, I think, than uh, Brian does. Uh, he's definitely more social with it. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like to have fun, but I'm not very a social person in games at all. But yeah, yeah, like. I was going to say, you were literally just yesterday talking about, hey, someone came up and pet me. It was awesome. Yeah, okay. So. I was about to say, so the other night I got a new minion. Uh-huh. And I have a picture on my Facebook, Lamar. Go look oh, at it. Oh, fuck off. All right. It's a little, it's called a lesser panda. And I idled in game. Well, and when quick, I looked. Carrie, before, you, before you tell this part, for those who can't look at your Facebook, right. please describe the lesser panda. Oh, my so God. The lesser oh, panda is God. a tiny little red panda with these adorable black anime friggin' eyes. It's just fucking adorable. It's a big bushy tail and it's even smaller than my Lollafell and it's just so cute. But the best part is when you go idle, it will climb onto the top of your head and just hang off. And I fight like that. I run around like that. It just stays there. Okay. That's cute. That is right. adorable. Right. I will say this before I go into my explanation of what I think is happening. <laughs> when I played Final Fantasy, because I have tried more than once to play Final Fantasy, it is a fun game. I just don't like MMOs. I've not liked any of them. Guild Wars, World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy. It's just not my thing. I hate grinding. I hate reading. It's just my thing. And I've, I've come down to it. So I'm not going to say it's a bad game. I've tried. I've made two characters. I made the fucking giant people, which I gave one of my guy like the pompadour, like the fucking swirly, yes. the Kuribara haircut. Lollafell look amazing with uh, pompadours, by the way. They do. And I made a Lollafell with a pompadour. There you and go. I gotta say, I love being El Pancho McGee with my <laughs> mug Lollafell. That was fun when I was having fun with it. What I think is happening and how much joy you're having is that neither of you live a life where you're not viewed as a threat automatically in real life. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I say that as someone who, who looks scary until he starts talking. Like my intimidation loses five points as soon as I start speaking. But I think over in the real world, both of you have an aura of leave me alone, I'm going to stab you with a sport. Fair. Right? <laughs> yeah. But in this world, you are immediately adorable. You're immediately small, big eyed. No matter how much power you have, like your characters could probably move the earth at full max. At the end of the day, you your characters are automatically like people are automatically pulled to you the same reason that people are pulled to baby animals because you were <laughs> small and adorable. Can a fucking small red panda fuck you up? Probably. Are you still going to risk petting them? Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> so I think you're having this much interaction because you're having for the first time in a long time, true, innocent, positive interactions with people and, and no one, ex no one's, coming huh. at you with the expectation of danger they're coming with you an expectation of i'm giving you free love and for free nothing. stuff sometimes free love That's and free true. stuff yeah. for nothing and for you two who live a fucking my chemical romance life that is such <laughs> a deep need because you two need therapy desperately but i don't think <laughs> I don't think the traditional <laughs> tell me about your feelings therapy is ever going to work. I think you oh, need a therapist who grew up in like the deep woods has had and then like, let me tell you something. Yes, you need to forgive your mother, but every once in a while, fuck that bitch. Like that's the kind of therapist <laughs> y'all need. Um, and <laughs> I think that's what's going on. You are now not a threat immediately. You're getting free love. 
and you are staying in this world and now that you know what it's like to interact with people who are not there to harm or do take anything from you you're actually enjoying being social and that is something you just don't have in a real world because you, you know what are sad you know okay you might be kind of onto something there because like getting real for a moment right like <laughs> When, especially people I don't know, strangers and whatnot, you know, if they strike up a conversation with me or are being friendly, um, unwarranted, I instantly have concerns like, are they coming on to me? And I hate that, Mm -hmm. you know, it it sounds very presumptuous and kind of. You're you're um, a female in the world. I understand. (laughs) Yeah. So I, but in this Lollafell form, I don't feel that you know like there's no instant like oh are they sexually attracted to my no probably not. not sexy i'm sorry no. they, they're not <laughs> exactly Anybody who thinks they are check yourself into a fucking institution they, they not. are not they are cute and adorable yes so. exactly so i think yeah I, I don't have that first initial kind of hesitation about what what are their intent what is their intent this is just like oh yeah, they probably think I'm just little cute and adorable and they want to pet me, which again, in the real world would be a really bad thing, but. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, coming up to, t- to pet somebody without consent, that is yes. overall that. worse. But the thing is, in this context, no one is no one's sexualizing your character, exactly. which is something that female gamers have to deal with all the time. Um, and so mm-hmm. you, it brings a whole new interaction with people that you I mean, a lot of people would really like to just be happy and have fun. And you're now having avatars that are allowing you to do that. And I think that's why you're having such a deep love of this thing. One, because they are adorable as fuck. And two, you're having a positive social interaction that you don't get in a lot of games. This is not Overwatch where you're constantly hating people. (laughs) (laughs) It is a collaborative game. You the whole the whole seedling system is beautiful. So everything is set up to make a community of positivity. And you guys are feeling that for the first time. And it's great. That's what I think is happening. Unless you have, I know I got way too real about that, but it's. I think well, it's fucking true. <laughs> you, you you might be onto something, uh, Lamar, because I I shared a video with you, and um, it was oh, when yeah. I said, yeah. <laughs> and I, I want to explain <laughs> this situation to people because this is actually major character growth for me, <laughs> like as a real yeah, person. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. So one of the one of the memes about the Lalafell is that they are evil, pure fucking evil in a tiny little package. And now, typically, I lean when I play a game like Mass Effect or something like that. I always go the evil path because the good path is the path I try to walk in real life, as best I can, as best any human can. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's always interesting to be able to kind of experience the other side of things without any real repercussions or without actually hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. In this game, I uh, was playing a little game of hide and seek with people. Um, at the time, it was you know, the Easter thing that they were doing, and they had these giant Easter baskets around with giant eggs the size of my head. So I would sit my character down in the Easter basket, and all you would see is a bunch of Easter eggs and my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> and um, people would run by, and as they did, I would laugh at them. And mm-hmm. most people would just keep going, but some people would try to figure out what the fuck just laughed at them. And would discover this this Lollafell head sitting in a basket with eggs, and they mm-hmm. think it's hilarious. I'd clap for them, and we'd move on with our lives. So I was doing this, and I got I got bored of it. I was like, okay, I've had enough, and I got up and I started running away after somebody found me. This ensued in a game of chase, where they were just chasing me around the city, and we it turned into a game of hide and seek, mm-hmm. and it was fucking hilarious. It was it was very innocent and very just dumb. And I'm just having a fucking blast. I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. I can't believe this is happening. So then I thought, I wonder if they'll follow me outside the city. And they do. They follow me outside the city. Now, in this clip that I sent Lamar, when I clipped this, I didn't realize because I forgot the PlayStation 5 has a microphone built into the controller. Mm-hmm. And my settings allow it to record my voice along with what's happening on the screen. Mm-hmm. So as this as this is pure innocent soul is following me outside the city i hatch a plan and you just hear me say i've got a really evil plan what level is this character that's following me and it was a little level two and i was like level 20 Mm -hmm. 25 at that point and Mm -hmm. i said i i bet they'll follow me wherever the fuck i go 
And so I would run forward, then I'd do a little dance, and they'd catch up to me, and I would, I started leading them like the Pied Piper of fucking Lollafell mm-hmm. to an area where I knew there was creatures that would absolutely fuck them up. Because, again, mm-hmm. I'm, I've just got something wrong with my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, legitimately, that's true. Um, Lizard. So I, I led them to a cliff, and I jumped off, thinking, if they follow me off this, they, they're committed. And they, they did. So I led them to the area where these giant ants are, and the giant, giant ants start fucking them up. And I see this person just running around in circles trying not to die. And I had a moment of clarity. This person trusted me. They, they trusted that I was going to lead them somewhere cool to go see something fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to murder them right now. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't fucking do it. So I killed the ants, saved their lives. And then they are just full on just bowing down to me like on their knees, just like bowing to this tiny little person who saved their life. And I'm like, I got to get out of this. This just got too real. I have to get out of here now. <laughs> so we said our goodbyes. It was tearful goodbye uh, for on their mm-hmm. part. They were doing the crying stuff. And yes, groveling. And then I, I left and I hid in the city because I didn't want them to find me because I felt so bad about it. <laughs> and for me, that, that was a lot of growth because typically old Brian, normal Brian, would just mm-hmm. let them die and be like, ha I'm a fucking idiot. But I couldn't <laughs> fucking do it. And I think you're right. I think yeah. it's because this game fosters such a positive experience mm-hmm. that I didn't want to ruin that for somebody else. And so they got this fun little adventure where they got to see the, the cool ant creatures and, you know, the little tiny mama saved their life. And I got a fun story and a little bit of character growth and everybody won. Nothing what bad people, happened to anybody. What people didn't pick up on it is that, well, Brian, Brian did mention that like his microphone was re- recording but I've never heard Brian giggle with glee before. <laughs> and it was pure glee for most of it. And then like towards the end where they was trying to be a murderous bastard, trying to go back to their default defensive <laughs> position. Um, I, I can't like your voice was like, oh, I can't like you. Your fucking consciousness like woke up from its slumber. <laughs> it was like, wait, 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 wait. We can't do it. And it's great. <laughs> It, and I think I and I think going back to my big ass rant before, it's because you're experiencing positive social interactions, and now you're in a position of uh, of of power that is not intimidation. You're in a position of influence at that point where someone saw you has a positive message for you, has a positive feeling for you, and is following you with trust and joy. And why would you crush that um, unless you're a truly fucked up individual? Now, if you was playing the game of a bunch of assholes, yeah, fuck them. Like, welcome. You need to learn the real world, bitch. But you won't. You was not in that situation. You was in a situation where your your the default is to help. I'm one of those, but I live in a world where I believe that people live by joy and uh, joy and fear. Everything you do is li- limited by joy and fear. Um, or I don't care who disagrees with me. It's just the way I live my life. But anger is, I, I believe anger is a, 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 a subset of fear, really. If you're angry about something, it's because you're afraid that something's going to harm you or something's going to happen. And you're not in that world. You're in joy. And so to do joy means you spread joy. And to spread joy is infectious. And so that's why you didn't do it. I don't know what other games you have that would foster such a thing. Single player games doesn't foster a lot of community. Even though we can like enjoy the single player experience. Um, I fucking have a hate fuck relationship with Assassin's Creed. I really do. And I think that's what's going on right now. And I really hope you guys can enjoy doing that and living that life as long as you can. It's rare, especially with the kind of people who are generally online and type of games online games kind of foster because there's a lot of PvP. Uh, it's a lot mm-hmm. of us versus them. It's just sport. Sport sport's supposed to be, you know, friendly, but sometimes competitiveness fucking gets you. But I think that's what I think is happening. I think you're having a lot of joy, and I hope you continue to have a lot of joy. I hope you can, can spread that shit around, around to everybody else. Again, I want to join. I just hate <laughs> MMOs. <laughs> I did. Like, uh, I tried a few uh, 
I think the first one I did try was World of Warcraft, and that was just a big note for me. Um, God, that game is. I, I'm sorry, people, but that game is fucking trash. It really I is. I can't. Um, I, I mean, if you're it into it, that's to totally it, cool. Um, current iteration is trash. Oh yeah, they 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 added it too much. Um, and then I played uh, Knights of the Old Republic, and you want to talk about the toxic people in that chat? It is yeah. vastly uh, different. Uh, yeah. Um, and I think that one, I, I liked the game enough, but there was no community in it. There was no mm-hmm. good feelings that I get like I do in Final Fantasy. I've never seen anything toxic in the chat. I've never witnessed like in like the group dungeons. Uh, there's never been people, you know, purposely trying to fuck you over or anything like that. Everyone genuinely comes across as helpful and patient. And it, it was just a really nice change to experience and i like that i can still go off and do things on my own mm-hmm. especially now that we can do dungeons with npcs hell Woo! yes Oof, but oh they they pulled the guild wars gotcha yep <laughs> yeah they give you a choice which is cool because you the cues for like the early game stuff can take forever if you're dps mm-hmm. um, but people do still play it which is cool because they've got yeah. systems in place to put people in those early maps for people who are mm-hmm. going through for the first time um, but it's cool to have the option but yeah. you know what really sold me on mm. starting up a new Final Fantasy character mm. was a video we watched where we just saw like a group of Lollafells and it was the creepiest fucking thing in the world. <laughs> and I just instantly like I wanted to create an army of Lollafells, just one big guild. Because how creepy would that be? Just picture it. You're out traveling. You turn a corner and there's 50 fucking Lollafells just sitting there staring at you. Right? Like, that it, would be amazing. That feels adorable, actual. That yeah. feels adorable, actually. <laughs> it starts adorable until the person tries to get away from them and the entire mob of Lollafell just <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that's off-putting. <laughs> but See, how fun would that be? See, what's funny is the reason Carrie saw that video is because I fell down a rabbit hole from this YouTuber named Cider Spider. And he made a series series of videos called Mad Because Small. Yes. And it's it's his adventures through the entire game from beginning to end as a Lollafell who's just pissed off at the world because she's so tiny. (laughs) I love it. And at one point, there's one of these big, I think it's the same kind of the first character you made. I think they're called Rogaden. That sounds um, right. Where he's like just in a bunch of leather straps and she just says, he's just mad because leather daddies. And I'm just like, <laughs> yes. wow. Wow. Uh, like, yes, leather daddies. And <laughs> so I watched wow. that whole series and I'm like, I want to be that fucking adorable in every situation. Like you yeah. can never take it seriously because even when she's like, she has the pissed off face because her friends are being murdered around her. Mm-hmm. She, she's still adorable. It, it is it, being adorable is a thing. I mean, it's <laughs> it's great. I love. I want to love it. I do, and that's and it's one of those things where that's why Final Fantasy was the first true WoW breaker, because WoW was around for so fucking long, mm-hmm. and it was really the only stable MMO out there for a long time. Um, that really. Uh, was about camaraderie and like working together and stuff like that. But then like it it, it became min maxing. At some mm-hmm. point, WoW became mm-hmm. really wildly min maxing, and then like the old people, the old uh, WoW people got frustrated because they're old. The techniques kept changing, and they added stuff to make it more accessible to new players, and it ended up ruining the whole thing. Knights mm-hmm. of the Old Republic is about being the best individual character <laughs> in an MMO, yep. which is why yeah. it was great and terrible at the same time. Because individually, you're amazing, but as a group, you're a bunch of assholes. Final Fantasy is the first one that, like, the it's about, like, once again, the seedling, the newbie tree is the best thing ever to, like, Oh, the sprout tree. Sprout tree. Yeah, I think it was the most healthy thing they've added. And yeah, you guys are right. When I played it, it was nothing but people saying, let me help you. And then I hear nothing but good stories about my first dungeon in World of Warcraft was 
harrowing experience because I didn't know what shit did. I didn't know what pulling was. I didn't know what that was. And the people I was playing with apparently had been playing since the 60s or some shit like that. And they was like, why don't you go read a book? I'm like, this is too much information. And then, and the, but Final Fantasy people was like, hey, don't worry about it. Next time, you see those three buttons? One, two, three, one, two, three. Those are the three buttons you want to press. And as long as you press those three buttons and just don't stand in the glowing part, you'll be fine. And it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Like to that point, I decided to play a healer for the first time ever. Wow. Now, I've, I've tried out tank and I liked it, but it's a lot of responsibility. Healer is even more fucking responsibility. Um, and I was concerned on the controller. It would be too difficult to keep up with everybody because of how mm-hmm. you have to target with the controller. Turns out it's actually way easier on a controller than on a fucking <laughs> keyboard and mouse. But um, my point is, I went through my first dungeon with people, and the entire time it was like a white knuckle ride for me because I had not done it before. And the first time through, I told them, "Hey, I'm a new healer, so the tank knew don't do major pulls, and right. you know, let me practice my shit." And I we got through it just fine. So I was like, "Okay." The second dungeon I did, I didn't tell anybody I was new. I was like, "I really want to flex my muscles. I've been practicing on solo dungeons." And we went through, and at the end, I said, hey, um, you know, thanks for being great, guys. Um, I am a new healer, so if there's any, you know, criticism or anything you want to tell me, you know, things I can improve. And they're like, no, you actually did really good. We, we never would have been able to tell. And it's like just people are really cool. Like when you tell people you're new, they'll automatically try to make things easier on you so that you don't get overwhelmed and mm-hmm. let you learn the mechanics. And then, you know, when you do stumble and stuff like that, people are super nice. And it's very different from wow especially with like high level raids and dungeons and stuff oh fucking wow but you know i think (laughs) i think part of that comes down to with the way you do uh, matchmaking in both games Mm -hmm. Um, because with wow you're doing matchmaking and everybody's trying to get through the shit as quickly as possible in in final fantasy a lot of times you're doing matchmaking like for leveling and stuff and it's throwing you in shit you've already done but you're doing it with the expectation you're probably playing with new people and Mm -hmm. the game will tell you Hey, uh, you're doing this, or somebody in the party is doing this for the first time. So you're going to get an XP bonus. You're going to get a money bonus, mm-hmm. and everybody knows. Okay, there's somebody who probably doesn't know the mechanics in this, and people can explain it as you go. Yep. It's it's yeah. really it's really made to kind of help new people get through it. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I'll say is um, to your point about Wow, Lamar. One of the big criticisms of Wow is the how the story just gets chopped up. Like you can't play from original WoW as it was, like vanilla WoW, to the current mm. expansion and experience the whole story as it was through the whole thing. If you weren't there, you missed parts because they took parts out. Oh, yeah, they blew up a whole, like, canonical city or some shit for yeah. one of the expansions, I think. Yeah. Um, huh. Final Fantasy, you can, today, if you signed up today, you could play the shit yeah. that they started 10 years ago from beginning to end. And it's viable. Fuck, has it been 10 years? It has been 10 years. God yeah. damn it. I it's completely viable. Me. It's completely viable to do that because people are still going through those dungeons. People are still helping other people out. They have a mentoring system. It's. I think you right, Lamar. I think I think you nailed the hit the nail on the head with you know just it's it's a very nice place where people are just nice mm-hmm. to each other. And frankly, when you look around the trash fire world we have, that's not that's not normal anymore. Should be, but it's not. It's mm-hmm. it's not in the world that we are currently living in. There's a lot of reports and stuff to say like the younger generations are overall kinder than the previous ones. Um, apparently, in the millennial generation was the true generation of let's stop being total assholes to everybody. We're the first one to really click over and the ones below that are now mm. like overall yes there are outliers and yes there's some bullying overall being more accepting and nicer to people especially to our particular uh standards and stuff like that like half of the sh- like oh I, I will agree uh that to an extent percentage are yes. but i also will mention that the other half are fucking scary um, these are the, cause my brother and I have talked about this in my area, my hometown of Canada mm-hmm. and, um, the, the kids, the teenagers that we see now, um, are fucking scary. Cause they're the ones now that there's two 
gangs in my hometown that were formed by these teenagers. In they Brockville, stab people. The whitest place on earth. Yeah. Just nice. want to point that out. Yeah. Sorry. Nice. Nope. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like, I think it's lower now, maybe low 90% Caucasian uh, or Caucasian Ooh, there. Oh, um, someone moved in. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got some new people coming. <laughs> One black family um, moved in. Now it's 90%. <laughs> no, um, and actually, we just got our, uh, we, I, like, I'm still there. Uh, Brockville, I found out, just got their first Jamaican uh, style restaurant or food Ooh. truck. So they're moving up in the world above cheeseburger and some pizza. So. <laughs> Man, that college is going to be bumping pretty soon. <laughs> Get some oxtail and fucking penguin Ooh. meat. Um, yeah, of, okay. So I'm trying to, let's try not to get too serious about this. Every, there's yeah. assholes in every generation. There are people and yeah. stuff like that. And then you can also go between like, there is, there is the discussion of, Pun, or what kind of punishments work? What kind of punishments don't work? Yeah. Does soft parenting work? Does hard parenting work? Does a little mental damage make a strong society and stuff like that? Um, and also, there were kids during the pandemic in Canada. Violence is not boring. I'm assuming that that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and also, there's a, there's another discussion of. We, we're going to find a problem in that there's so many unfriendly kid spaces in the world now because mm. the baby boomers had kids. Those kids don't want kids. And so there's a, mo a lot more spaces that are not kid friendly than there was before. That's true. And so there's very few places to be a kid. Like they, there's not a lot of Chuck E. Cheese's yeah. anymore. There's not a lot mm. of decent parks. Arcades. Arcades were the way to go. Yeah. And, Doing helicopter parenting, a lot of places being closed off to kids or just saying fuck off kids and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They're going to make their own fun. I mean, young, young, yeah. young humans are going to fuck up at some point. That's just a way of being a young human. So, yeah, well, exactly. I think there's two big parts uh, that contribute to how it is today. One is what you said, you know, like especially in places like Brockville, there's nothing for the kids to do. The mall yep. is dead. We don't have arcades. There's nothing they could do, especially from low-income families who can't yeah. afford to, like, go to the, I don't know, YMCA, whatever there is to do in Brockville. Um, <laughs> the, the aquarium. Or, what, the aquarium. Aquatarium. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely a big factor. And I also think what comes into play from what I've personally seen is my generation, there were a lot of young people having children. And... Yep. A lot of those people weren't ready to be parents and unfortunately a lot of those kids are now teenagers on the street like mm -hmm. i've saw way too many homeless or just living on their own and i think that's another contributing factor that we didn't exactly have especially support for young women who were having babies back then right uh, even even now in brockville our local college doesn't even have a daycare for college students so like yep, that fucks yeah. that up yeah and Oh, man, we're getting really too philosophical. Yeah, we are. <laughs> there, there is a, there is a danger. Each, each generation has their generation curses, the things that they fucked up with and they didn't know. And I think the millennial generational curse is going to be not being actual parents. Um, yeah. For whatever reason, we just don't. Um, and stuff like that. Too young, not enough money. Uh, we're not able to provide safe, secure environment because of whatever the reason is, good, bad, or whatever. We just not. And so kids are going to find their own environment and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I think Gen Zs are probably going to fucking rebel, and they're going to be uh, they're going to act up a little bit more. But their acting is going to be more of a their acting out is going to be more of a you did this to me, so I'm going to do this to you, not a you are a brown person or your gender pronouns are X, Y, and Z. Yes, yes. It's going to be more of a reaction to what happened versus this is my tribe. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brockville, they don't care what color you're. Your high school had to take My high school what? had to daycare. Well, you grew huh. up in fucking San Diego, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah my... my... I, I grew up... Uh, closer to the sticks part of San Diego, like in East County, which anybody that knows San Diego knows what I mean when I say East County. Yeah. Um, my city that I grew up with, actually, I guess we had so, it was a big city. So I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is a pretty big city in the South. They actually had what's called the TAPS program. I forgot what's actually, 
means, but it's where all of the pregnant kid, girls would go at their like six month. So I was like, all of a sudden, Sandy is no longer in school because she's in taps and they would send them to that school for like until they have the kid and then they give them some more support for like another two months and then they'll be back in regular school. So we had that whole thing. You know, when I when I think about my time in school and I wonder, why did we have a daycare? I think about sex ed and when they were talking about the components of semen and they were talking about how uh, it's composed of a lot of proteins and sugars and things like that. Oh, no. And this girl in my class, shit, you know, this really happened. This girl in my class raises her hand and she says, if there's so much sugar in semen, why is it salty? <laughs> Ooh. And now I remember why we have a daycare in my high school. Actually, that makes less sense why there's a daycare. Did she spit it out? See? Well, I, I'm, I'm saying it's not a giant leap to imagine that one thing led to another. Um, I did have a friend who thought a BJ meant you actually blew into it. That, <laughs> That's a failure um, of sex ed right there. I want you to yeah. know something. That your friend is not alone. <laughs> really? There was a lot. There was a dumb amount oh, of no. young blowers who thought it was a balloon. Oh. <laughs> it's even funnier when the guy isn't circumcised. Oh God! <laughs> That's oh, she God, grabbed both why? sides and. <laughs> that must have been a fucking surprise. That that actually reminds <laughs> me. Of this, what? I, think, I think it was a Reddit post of this person who was really into clown girls, and one of his like fetishes was the idea of his dick being turned into a balloon animal. No, no. What's wow. what's worse? So it's a very graphic post about like all the things he'd like to do to that clussy. Um, wow! <laughs> wow! I hate everything. There's a there's a follow up post where he actually met the clown girl of his dreams. And when he achieved climax, she hit him in the face with a pie. And I actually retweeted this at one point. And I said, this can't possibly be fucking real. This can't possibly. In fact, you know what? You guys vamp. Let me find this. I'm going to read this to everybody because it's. I have a single question. (laughs) I have one single question about all this. Mm Mm-hmm. When she hit this man in the face with a pie, what kind of pie was it? Was it an apple pie? Was it a lemon? It has to be a cream pie, right? (laughs) (laughs) Let's find out together. Oh, no. Um, Did you find it? Yes, I did. Oh, my fuck. This is Man, from, we went left field. <laughs> this is from our confessions. Um, you slash femme clown lover. I'm so desperate to have sex with a female clown, I can't take it. More than anything, I just want a beautiful woman with a clown costume, makeup, and a big red nose to have sweaty, passionate sex with. This is going to be very graphic, folks, so make sure your kids aren't listening. <clears throat> this is how we're going to get kicked off of the podcast. You know <laughs> sure. That's way to go. <laughs> we're canceled to Clussy. Actually, sounds like a disease that we got. Sounds like a good episode title. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Canceled for Clussy. So, so he continues. I want her to lay on my bed, take her big shoes off, and let me suck and lick her toes while blows up condoms and makes them into balloon animals. Then I want to take off her clown pants and clown underwear and start pulling several feet of colored scarves out of her. Oh, wow. Once the scarves are out, I want to enter her, then as she honks her big red nose in time to my thrusts. I want her to do the clown laugh and spray me with a squirt gun flower as I I don't know why I have this fantasy but I do and it's killing me. I want clown so bad it hurts. I'm going to beep a lot of this to make sure we don't get completely taken off the air. Oh, you're going to beep. I can't wait to listen to this episode. Oh my god. That's the original post. Um... Then they posted again. I fulfilled my dream. I had sex with a woman in a clown costume and it was everything I wanted and more. I met a woman after my post went viral. She messaged me. We got to talking and hit it off and she's got kind of a clown thing too. As it turns out, she was only a three hour drive from me and after sharing pictures, we decided to meet in a neutral location between us. I booked a hotel room and we met Sunday evening. (laughs) God, this post. After I... (laughs) After I'd been waiting in the room for about an hour, I thought I might have been ghosted or catfished again. 
As my heart started to sink, there was a knock at the door. I opened it and there she was, the beautiful, sexy clown woman of my dreams. Her outfit, her makeup, and big red nose were perfect, so perfect it ached. She came in and we started making balloon animals as we made small talk and put them all over the bed. It's his dick? I bet. Uh, No, I think they were just balloons. (laughs) Uh, then we made love, the hottest and most passionate sex I could have ever imagined, and she had plenty of clown antics to surprise me, including hit me in the face with a small pie as a surprise when I first time and honking her nose. Uh, okay, so he does not say what kind of pie, but we could bet it's probably a cream pie. Okay, but like, where was the pie? Like, did she grab it from the drawer? Did he know it was there? Did she, she, she could have pulled like, it out of her ass. She's a clown. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wasn't prepared for any of this. So it was a chocolate pie then. Well, hang on. There's more. <laughs> God damn it. Fucking. It's a bit nutty. Oh, after, why? After hours of lovemaking, we sat there holding each other and kissing while I occasionally honked her nose and tried to hold back my tears of pure bliss. I couldn't. I was so happy to have the connection oh, I've been no. denying myself because it's weird and what I've desired for so yeah. long. Yeah, doc. <laughs> Holding her in my arms as my legs still quivered from my I cried as she held me because I was so happy. She began to cry too and we are definitely going to be together now and are both so happy with each other. I feel like a hole in my soul has been healed and that my life is finally on its way up now. Thank you for the love and support, everyone. So many of you have been so kind. It means the world to me. Thank you again. And that's the story of the clown fucker. I I just need to point out something. Mm-hmm. The beginning of this episode, <laughs> we started off by talking about sweet potatoes and yams. Yeah. Then that transition to what made sense is your Lollafell joy, which I answered far too seriously, I will admit. And then we went to generational trauma and <laughs> that. And now... <laughs> Towards the end of this episode, mm-hmm. we have talked about a man's desire and <laughs> achievement of getting what has been referred to as classy. <laughs> this is the most whiplashy podcast <laughs> on the internet. We need to rename this mm. Watch Out for the Whiplash podcast <laughs> because... Yeah. You're not, I was, I'm on it and I was not prepared. I, I was trying to d- double dip into like, maybe I should get some food uh-huh. in me. And then you started talking about Clussy and I no longer need food. <laughs> you know I did what we discovered. Fulfilled. I, my, 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 mm. you know what kills me most about the Clussy? <laughs> Man, that was a sentence I wasn't prepared for. Yeah. We're not doing phrasing. Uh, okay. <laughs> when he said that he wanted to squeak the noise or honk the nose honk every the time, nose. Or honk the, yeah, every time, you know, in time with his thrust. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kudos to her for not laughing because I can barely keep it together when I hear like the clacking of their testicles hitting. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it sounds like those clackers we used to play today. with back in school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you remember those clackers we used to play back in school? Oh, I thought you taught actual balls. I was <laughs> like, what are you doing? What is your childhood and why? Oh my god. No. It sounds like that. Um and I can she barely didn't, keep she didn't it together. Go to so like Epstein's Island. So Oh damn, man, I don't damn. know how we got to the point. Fuck this entire episode. (laughs) What happened? I didn't do it. I want everyone to know. When I'm finally running for Congress in 2035, understand that I talked about the beauty of being a potato. I Uh don't want to be misquoted. (laughs) I want to make sure everyone knows that I was, I did not start this. And I want everybody to know. When I'm running for president, I talked about the clussy. Oh, God. <laughs> Grab her by the clussy. Oh. Clussy 2035. 20, 20, <laughs> oh, for Brian. Oh, we don't clussy talk about clussy. God damn. <laughs> yes, we clearly do because it happened. 
Oh, I just want I just want Fox News to go. Oh, do you want a president who talks about the clushy? <laughs> Quite frankly, we had all fine fine American homegrown pussy when I grew up. <laughs> I don't need these commie clowns. Make no. pussy oh. great again. Oh God, damn it! Please tell me that's the end of the episode. Please. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Please! That's a good place to end. Fuck all! (laughs) Make Clusty great again. This is going to be the episode that gets me fired. I can't wait. Hi, boss. You know how I told you to not follow my social medias? This is fucking why. Man! Just be Um, glad I didn't go into the campaign ad I'd run. It's, right. No, it's fine. Oh. I'm just hoping he doesn't understand this particular phrasing of words. <laughs> Starts anyway. looking it up. Thank you. Don't Google this. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us at the Nerdy Point of View podcast, where we want to make Clussy great again. Make Clussy <laughs> great again. God damn it. As always, you can find the show on Twitter at NerdyPOV. That's at NerdyPOV. If you want to find me on Twitter for whatever reason, you can find me at Captain Sugarbear. That's at CPT Sugarbear. Uh, go, be- go, go there and uh, donate to my presidential bid. <laughs> Carrie, where are you on the internet and what are you working on? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok under the name ShriekyFX, where you can see my body painting and special effects makeup and original character cosplay. Uh, on Facebook, you can find me under ShriekyFX as well. You can also check me under ShriekyFX Designs, where you can see the blah, 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 designs that I put on clothing, accessories, etc. Helps me fund my dream of becoming a special effects artist, so go check it out. All right, Lamar, where are you on the internet and what are you working on? Time of the morning to you, lads and lasses. My name is Lamar the Con Guy, L-E-M-A-R, the Con Guy from Instagram, Twitch, and Twitter, all under that handle. Uh... But by the time this comes out, I would have just finished up Kauai Con 2022. Had a lot of funny, a lot of fun over in Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, I have a few weeks of a break before I have three weekends of cons. I will be going to Fanime up in San Jose, California, the weekend of Memorial Day weekend. The next weekend after that, I'll be at Anime Riverside in Riverside, California. And then the weekend of that, I'll be at Ronin Expo uh, in Los Angeles, California by the uh, Little Tokyo. Uh, random com- comedy stuff like that also i'm working on my uh comedy tournament called the otaku comedy tournament make sure you follow that otaku comedy tournament instagram and twitter where i'll be posting all of our funny stuff other than that i need to find me some closing <laughs> <laughs> and with that i think we are out insert clown honking sound here in thanksgiving when we stuff a chicken are we stuffing the clussy Stuff that turkey pussy. Mm. Would that be Tussie? Tussie.